The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. We have done a News Talk poll. This is done by Amoric Research on behalf of News Talk, looking at the level of money that people are going to spend at Christmas and what they are going to spend it on. And uh, in a little while, we'll be talking to uh, Doreen Allen from Ballymaloo Cookery School on if you've managed to sink 500 quid into a turkey, which some people say they have, um, how you actually cook it so that you get all of the value out of that 500 quid. But you know it is against the law to do an item relating to consumer expenditure and not have Conor Pope present for his expert view. So we have Conor Pope, Consumer Affairs uh, Editor with the Irish Times. Good morning, Conor. Good morning, Anton. I'm glad you introduced me like that. Well, it's exactly how we (laughs) did <laughs> you don't hand me that rider for no reason. So, a lot of the numbers um, I was intrigued by. I was intrigued by in part because I thought, really? So, people say that on the food, this is not the alcohol included, this is just food. About 20% say that they are going to spend between three and 500 quid. And 30% say they're going to spend more than 500 quid. On what? How much is a turkey? Oh well, no. If you do the if you do the maths, actually, I think those numbers are, are fairly accurate when it comes to the food because Christmas food is very, very expensive. Um, and it's a ham and a turkey, like a big ham is what sixty quid. Christmas, Turkey's fifty. Christmas Maybe. in the Anton Savage house sounds like fun. <laughs> no, you see, and funnily, enough, I, I think this survey is like one of many surveys that are published over over the, in the run up to Christmas because I think we're particularly particularly obsessed in Ireland, and I include myself in this, in how much Christmas costs and how much we spend on it. And you know, the CCPC have carried out surveys. Uh, KPMG have carried out surveys, the Irish League of Credit Unions has carried out surveys, News Talk have carried out surveys, and I've even done my own survey on, on this stuff. Now, I didn't actually survey people, I just priced everything. And I, I priced the cost of, of a Christmas dinner, right? And I, I priced you know, oh. the, the turkey and the ham and the sprouts and the potatoes and the mince pies and the... None of this sounds very expensive. Like a bag of spuds is a couple of quid. 56 euros. That's for the four days in the, in, over Christmas, right? right. And, and you, you see, you think you, you've got your turkey and your ham and then you've got your, your, your full Irish breakfast for, for the morning time and you've got your orange juice. And so the, more than 250 quid goes on the four days over Christmas. So I, th- I think that, that number is actually quite accurate, to be honest. I think one of the more interesting numbers was the, 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 how much people are spending on alcohol. Now, I thought it was really interesting that, what, what was the number? I give the breakdown. So for alcohol, the, the biggest single number was people were asked how much they spent and the largest con- number was about a third of people saying they will spend between 100 and 150 euro on booze. Then a fifth of people saying they will spend between 150 and 200 and then another fifth saying between 200 and 300. So an awful lot of people are spending very little on alcohol. Which I think is, I think what happens sometimes is people, when they answer these surveys, they answer how they would like to come across rather than the actual reality. Because it's that question from the GP, how many <laughs> units per week? Oh, just, just the one or two. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, and, I, and I don't judge people for that, but people do tend to underestimate how much money they spend on, on alcohol over Christmas. Because if you think about it, a bottle of wine, even, and I'm not talking... Oh, no, wait, hang on a minute. I have lied totally to everybody. I've gotten this completely arseways. My apologies. They were the food numbers. The wine, uh, the booze numbers are actually even lower. The booze numbers have more than half of people saying they're going to spend 100 was, quid or less. I was, I was literally just on the cusp of correcting you. Good. So, so Thankfully, somebody's paying attention. 56% of people say they're going to spend €100 Euros or less what? on alcohol over the Christmas Back period. Away. Now, when you think that the price of a pint, even in a, in a good value pub, is a fiver, 
Okay, so that would be a hundred. Yeah, twenty pints. Twenty pints for everybody for Christmas. There's two adults in the house. That's ten pints each over the entire Christmas period, and then your spending is done. So you wouldn't have so much as a glass of wine or any champagne or Prosecco or Cava or whatever it might be. Um, And then between 100 and 200 euros a quarter, or 27% of people say they're going to spend between 100 and 200 euros, and then 9% between 200 and 300 euros. Now, when I did the maths on this myself, and again, I wasn't going completely wild with the booze. It was like, I think over the 12 days of Christmas, I was allocating 10 bottles of wine for the household, which is half a bottle Per, per, per adult in the house over the 10 days of Christmas. How many, days b- how many bottles did you say? 10 bottles over the 12 days. Okay. Now, yeah, I don't think that's why. Well, this is not a judgmental face. It's a bit just... judgmental now, I, thought, I have to say. <laughs> and I threw in two bottles of cheap champagne that you might get from the likes of Aldi or Lidl. And I threw in a case of lager, you know, kind of 20 cans of lager, you know. Um, and I think there was a bottle of whiskey in there as well. In case you want, you know, douse your plum pudding or whatever it might be. So, Hang on, let me do this okay, list. You know. So 10 bottles of wine, two bottles of champagne and, sorry, two cases of lager and a bottle no, of champagne and a bottle of whiskey. <coughs> one, ca- one case of lager. Christmas in your gut must be great crack on it. <laughs> well, funnily enough, both myself and my wife are now entirely teetotal. So there's no alcohol spent, uh, money spent on alcohol. But I was just like saying, you know, because people tend to drink a little bit more. Uh, and so I think over 300 euros is what people will spend. And that doesn't include the costs of nights out. Because, you know, the, on the off chance that people might want to go out for a drink over the Christmas period. Again, if you go out and you have four drinks. Again, I don't think four drinks is, is wildly excessive. You're looking at at least 40 euros, you know, for a couple. Um, and again, you do that twice, that's 80 euros. So, you know, the number, I think what we do in this country is we just underestimate. And we underestimate how much we spend on food. We underestimate how much we spend on, on alcohol. And that's fine. But I think when you think about it, how we shop over Christmas is really telling of the Irish psyche. Because what we do in Ireland, and I, you see this in the supermarkets in the run up to Christmas, the 23rd of December, 24, uh, 22nd of December, people are shopping like they're heading into a nuclear Armageddon because they are literally piling stuff into the trolleys and it's one of those few times of the year when people don't maybe shop as sensibly as they might. For See, I've been baffled by this because this, the shops have been out the door for the last three weeks. And I keep looking at people going, what are you keeping for five <laughs> weeks? Like, what is going to last you all of the way to Christmas and then still be edible? Well, there'd probably be people who are smart and would be buying things like mince pies or chocolate or tins of biscuits or whatever it might be, because that stuff would keep. But it's really on the two days, the 22nd and 23rd, when, when, when the, the, the frenzy just it becomes like really, really intense. And you see people and they've got two trolleys and they're trying to navigate the, the shopping aisles with two different trolleys. And I think there's a reason for that because in Ireland of the 70s and 80s where a lot of people like of, of our, our ages would have grown up, the shops closed on the 24th of December and they didn't open again until the 28th or 29th. So if you didn't have milk and if you didn't have cream and if you didn't have all of the, the necessary ne- 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 uh, items that you... Two cases of lager, a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of champagne. <laughs> uh, but you, you, you'd be in a really, really difficult position. Whereas nowadays the shops open on the 26th or sometimes they're even open on the 25th. Now, I mentioned Doreen Allen was with us as well. I want Doreen to answer a question which is confusing me slightly because one of the pieces of research revealed that turkey is the main roast at 78%. This begs the question... What are the other 22% eating? Darina, if you're not going with turkey, what do you recommend? Well, now I love a goose, but a goose is even more difficult to get than a turkey nowadays. Um, but um, then lots of people, more and more people are having a sort of vegetarian or vegan Christmas as well. Uh, so there's all of that, I suppose, too. But What do you have you know for a I vegan love? Christmas? Instead of a, ham, I, instead of a ham, I prefer 
uh, I prefer to have a bit of lovely streaky bacon that has the layers of fat and the layers of uh, lean in it. Uh, it's, it's so inexpensive around Christmas and you can glaze it with a lovely glaze and spice that and it's so, so delicious. And, and then you've been to cut for a couple of days with your turkey sandwiches. What do you regard as the most important aspect of the Christmas dinner? What's the one thing that if you get it right, all of the rest of it can be substandard, but you get away with it? <laughs> well, it's isn't it the main bird, really, if you're having the, the, the turkey, just to make sure you don't, you know, that that's all juicy and delicious. And you've got loads and loads of stuffing and loads and loads of gravy. Everybody loves gravy and roasties. So I think in a funny way, you know, um, miles of column inches are written every year as an alternative Christmas but in the end particularly if you have family coming home from uh, abroad nobody wants you to change anything they want everything to be exactly the same as, as last year so to get the, the cooking of the turkey right and all of that I think uh, that's really important Where do you stand on multiple spuds? Multiple, how do you mean multiple spuds? What's that now? Well, in theory, you should, you should commit yourself to a single iteration of spud. You should say, I'm going to either roast or I'm going to go with mash or I'm oh, going to go with no. them fancy sliced yeah. baked the, French the, fellas. The Irish, the, yeah. the Irish thing of having uh, spuds in three different ways. On exactly. Is that uh, okay to do? You know, I, I think, uh, well, of course it's okay to do if that's what everybody wants, but basically I love really, really crusty roasties and it's actually even better if you have duck fat or or goose fat or something like that uh, rather than, you know, just a, a seed oil. That gives a most incredible flavour. And Maybe boil them first for a little bit, parboil them first and that can be done the day ahead, of course. Uh, and then just toss them in, in or else olive oil, but uh, duck fat or goose fat is fantastic and it gives me a really thick uh, uh, crust on the outside, lovely goldy crust, so that, that's, uh, that would be good. And you're even better doing the day before because the time spent in the fridge will dry them out internally and they will crisp up even nicer. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Connor has his finger poised under a stat. Well, no, I, I just think turkey is the most maligned food in our country because everyone has, the stats has 78% of people are going to have turkey. 78% of people are going to complain about turkey. Oh, it's too dry. Oh, I don't like turkey. I think turkey is actually a superfood, very low in fat, very high in protein. And I think it tastes great. I'm also, I, I, will, I will insist on three types of potato. I have my potato dauphinois. That I, was the fancy French yeah, one I, I know. couldn't think of. I have my roast potatoes and I have my mashed potatoes. I have my sprouts. I have my red cabbage, my carrots. I have the turkey and the ham, the gravy. And like it's an absolute mountain of food on everyone's plate. And you can't leave the table until it's all gone. Like that's the rule in the Pope House. This raises a question that uh, Darina may be able to answer. Darina, am I right in saying that there is a good reason why we don't eat sprouts for 365 days of the year? Because no matter what you do to them, no matter how much lipstick you put on that pig, it's still a sprout. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what now, my sister had supper with us the other evening and we had sprouts and she was appalled and... Uh, and said, I hate sprouts, absolutely can't. And we'd cut, we, these were our own sprouts. They'd been, you know, picked a few, you know, half an hour earlier. And we got them and we just cooked them. We, we uh, you know, cut them in half or in quarters into well-salted boiling water for three or four minutes. And they're bright green and lovely. And then drain them and toss them in lots of lovely butter and, and uh, flaky seed, a, li- a little fresh cracked pepper. Anyway, we were really enjoying them. In the end, said, well, maybe I'll just try one. And she just couldn't believe it. So now she's suddenly gone from a total virulent uh, sprout hater to somebody who is completely converted. So it depends. They need to be fresh like everything else. 
and they need to be cooked for a really short time, uh, three to four minutes, because they go on kind of cooking after you drain them as well. And uh, But for Christmas Day, people could, if they want to get ahead, they could even blanch them very quickly and then toss them back into boiling salted water just for a minute or two, drain them quickly and then toss them in lots of lovely butter. Or if you don't, if you're dairy-free, it could be a, a lovely extra virgin olive oil. But back to that turkey for a minute. I think that really it's worth, because a lot of us only have turkey once a year, it's really worth investing in a super turkey that's properly well reared and and so on and if, uh, if possible organic it'll cost you for sure it'll cost you and it has to because it costs a lot to rear those but I got mine from my home county of County Leash this year uh, from Brendan Guinan who rears them in a forest up there and honestly every mouthful was you suddenly remember oh my god this is what turkey used to taste like <laughs> so uh, maybe invest in the turkey and then you don't need five and a half other things as well with it, you know. But anyway, I'm coming to I'm coming to your place for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this purely on the booze quantities that he's outlined earlier on? And he's not drinking any of it now, so it's all yours, Dorina. Dorina, thank you very much for coming on, Dorina Allen Ballymaloo uh, Cookery School, of course. Uh, Tech saying for Christmas dinner we've roasties, mash, croquettes. Oh. And the mother puts spuds into the stuffing. <laughs> now you're sucking. There you go. You wanted to strike a blow for Brussels sprouts, did you, before we wrap up? 100%. I, I totally agree with Doreen. If you, if you cook the Brussels sprouts, but don't boil the... Cr- They're sti- What's that joke that goes, how do you cook them? You boil them for ages and then drain them and then put them in the bin. <laughs> no, but that's how they were cooked in the 70s and 80s. But you just barely boil them. You toss them in garlic and butter. You see, she didn't mention garlic. If you, if you fry Brussels sprouts and garlic and butter, everything tastes good. We are getting text after text of, I mean, this is, have you seen those ads on the, you know, on the, the back of the bus where there's, it's epic, the uh, immigration museum, uh, yeah, and it yeah. says, this is not us. Yeah. And it's a photo of a guy that you know seven of, because <laughs> it, it, I know to him. Um, in a way that is absolutely hammering every Irish stereotype, we are now neck deep in texts of various different ways to cook potatoes. <laughs> cook, uh, boil spuds, mash them, mix in sausage meat and then whack it in the oven. Oh my God. Ah, I never even yeah. thought about that. There must be a name for that. Connor, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks very uh, much, Anton. only Connor Pope from uh, the Irish Times. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine. On News Talk.